Jason Graham, Investment Director at Movac, and today we're talking about what Movac looks for in a Series A investment. Now let's get straight to the nitty-gritty, Jason. What do you mean by Series A? So a Series A investment is once a company has a certain level of, of product market fit, is kind of the industry lingo. Uh, that means that it's got a product in market, it's got a, a go-to-market strategy that seems to be working, and it can spend capital in that go-to-market strategy and get a return on that capital. And it, it sort of knows what that return is going to be. And what sets a Series A investment apart from an angel investment? It's just that, that level of product market fit that the, the product has. And an angel investment may be in market. Uh, it may not be in market. It may still be under product development. But what an angel investment often won't have is that traction in market. So if you're applying $100 to grow sales, you don't necessarily know at the angel stage what that $100 is going to return you in terms of sales. Uh, at, at the Series A stage, you, you might have a better idea. You spend $100 over the next six months, that's going to lead to $200 or $300 worth of revenue. Is a Series A different in New Zealand compared to other countries? There is a bit of a difference um, with this, this name Series A that gets bandied about. Uh, in, in New Zealand, Series A tends to mean at least a million dollars of product revenue and that product market fit that I was talking about before. Uh, in the US, that could be substantially more revenue, um, from $2 million up to up to $5 million and still be called a Series A. Um, but in the US, to raise a, a Series A growth round, a Series A VC round, you're often talking 200 to 300% growth rates year on year, which is a fair bit higher than New Zealand. So when is a business ready for Series A funding from Movac's point of view? So to use a, a terrible analogy, one way we look at it is imagine your business is a black box. Uh, you're feeding in capital at the top, you crank the handle, uh, attach this black box and hopefully sales come out the bottom. Once you can crank that handle with capital and sort of know what's coming out the bottom, uh, you've got a repeatable and scalable sales process, uh, that means you're ready for a Series A. And when you say repeatable and scalable, give us some examples. So that means that uh, you've graduated from your founder only doing your sales to having a, a sales team that you can expand and you can add members to. Um, it, it could be uh, having a, a working channel uh, that you can um, build out over time, adding partners. Is there a minimum value for a business seeking these funds? There's often not a minimum value, no, uh, but the typical sort of watermark for a Series A is around a million dollars of product revenue. And that's what Movac's Fund 4, its current active fund, looks for in a Series A investment. That said, Movac is, a, is an investor that operates from you know very early angel and seed stage all the way up to, to late Series E and F rounds. I think Vend Investment was a Series E, for example. Going to start running out of letters soon. <laughs> and we have operated in that space for the last 20 years. We don't currently have an active angel fund, but we did last year lead an investment in Mint Innovation. Uh, and that was a company without revenue. So we're still able to pull together um, interested parties under the Movac name to invest in these early stage companies as well. And we're also looking to raise a fund in that space in the next, in the next while, hopefully. And you mentioned the company Vend before. Um, let's look at a little bit more in detail at that company and, and why you invested in it at this level. Sure, so we actually first got to know Vend pretty well in 2013. We didn't end up investing at that point, but what the company did really well is they kept in touch and they built that relationship. 
and, and that was a two-way thing. It was them keeping in touch with us, letting them know progress in the company, and it was also us keeping in touch with Vend as well. So when they came to be raising capital, we had also just raised a fund, and there was an easy conversation in 2016 about investment, and that was all because of the relationship. And they also made it easy when it came to due diligence. How did they make it so easy for you? So what they did is they had all of the the usual accounting, legal, financial, all of that stuff in one place and organised so that it, when, when it came time for the lawyers and accountants to look over this information, it was all there and ready to go. Uh, they had a financial model that was fully built out, forecasts that made sense. Um, you could look at the financials and work out which levers were being pulled to increase the value in the company, uh, where the capital was being spent. Uh, they had done work on the technical roadmap and how that matched to the product roadmap and the product requirements. This is stuff that companies should be doing from an early stage, just so that when it comes to a time for investment, the process is just made easy. With Vand and with any business uh, looking for funds, I guess team is really important. How important is it? Yeah, as we talked about a bit before, team is team is really key. So we're looking for an exceptional team with a track record of executing, uh, particularly at the Series A level where there'll be a few proof points reached already. In terms of what capability that needs to be in place, uh, we need to see um, at least an awareness or a self-awareness in the company of what needs to be in place to deliver the objectives of the fundraise that you're raising funds for. That capability doesn't need to be in place now, but we need a, a plan um, and we need the self-awareness of the company to know that it needs that capability. Um, that's something that we're happy to help build and in fact we, we like doing that. So we've got recruitment specialists in New Zealand and uh, in, in the US and in fact one of our operating partners is a recruiter based in Silicon Valley in the US. And we're, we're happy to leverage that and, and, and help build out the talent in the company. So how important are relationships when uh, you're looking at the firms that you think would benefit from Series A? How important are those relationships? Uh, the relationships are really important and it's something that um, we really want to see entrepreneurs try and build early. Uh, so the earlier we get to know you, the more time we have to, to build that relationship together. The typical investment time frame is 7 to 10 years and, and that means uh, yeah, it's a, it's a long term relationship and you need to be make sure you're getting into a relationship that's going to work. So one piece of advice is that if you're looking to raise money, get that relationship started early uh, so we can get to know each other and that just makes the process a lot easier over, over time. And before the wind takes us away with it, we're sitting in front of the yachts and on the Wellington Harbour front here. I just wanted to ask you one more question. For Series A, you're also looking for something extra, something called moat. What we mean by a moat uh, is we're looking for some kind of defensible or, or um, long-term competitive advantage. So you can defend your turf, your own patch. That could be in the form of, um, of data. You're collecting some data that some, some others aren't. You're able to monetize it in a certain way. It could be a form of, of IP um, in terms of soft IP, know-how, or hard IP like patents or trademarks. It could also be uh, network effects that you're relying on to, to exponentially grow your business um, and lock others out of the market. So there's, there's a few different ways to have this moat. Thanks so much for joining me. Look forward to catching up again soon. Look forward to next time. Cheers.